Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the 91st episode of the Oligarchy Disruptor with your host, Bennett Leon. And of course, we have Ashley Downing with us as well. Hey, guys. Alrighty. So today, guys, we have another really great episode for you. What are we going to be talking about today, Ashley? So we're going to be talking about the um, Democratic National Convention that has um, recently occurred, and then the now occurring Republican National Convention we're going to mention a little bit as well. Absolutely. And I cannot wait to get into this uh, with you guys. Um, so I wanted to start off this episode by um, or with a quote from George Carlin. And the quote goes, they call it the American dream because you got to be asleep to believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, end quote, right? So um, I wanted to set that as a tone for this because both parties at both their conventions are fear mongering. They're using the same tactics over and over again that have landed them in the places of power that they currently are. Um, so uh, I, we have a few races for you. Uh, let's start out with a video from the DNC to kind of uh, to show you what kind of happened. It was basically like a huge fucking ad. Like, I don't know if you guys all saw it, but the DNC uh, was super, super hard to watch. Um, it was like just normal, like everyday, like people or whatever, and just symbolism and, but no meaning, no policy, no, no substance, which is. I wanted to cry. Yeah. (laughs) Really, I did. And that, uh, Bernie won't make it too much easier for you. So, um, that's the video we're actually going to show and share with you guys. Um, it is a video of Bernie Sanders at the, um, Democratic Convention from, uh, night one. Um, and making his case to vote for Joe Biden. So let's see what he has to say. If supporters to back Biden. Let us be clear. If Donald Trump is reelected, all the progress we have made will be in jeopardy. And it's most basic. This election is about preserving our democracy. And in an attempt to... Yeah, so in other words... Bernie's a sellout. <laughs> Bernie's a sellout. And uh, would you want to say something about that? You know, I, when I was watching his, the entire, I mean, the entire speech, it was like eight and a half minutes, I think. And when I was watching his portion, it was so clear that Democrats are afraid of his base of voters not turning out to vote for Biden. Um, and because Bernie was really, really pressuring those people. Um, you know, he made this comment, which he has made his entire campaign, that, you know, we need the entire country to come together to defeat the worst president in modern day history. Um, and he, he said that again. And this time he was kind of saying, you know, I want to say to my progressive that my progressive voters, the movement that we started, blah, blah, blah. You know, it was just very obvious that he was uh, trying to appeal to people like us uh, (laughs) that aren't going to vote for Biden, um, but would have voted for Bernie. Exactly. So, like, I think that's really important that you mentioned that because, like, their objective, the DNC and the Democrats, the the Democratic establishment, is looking to get the votes of the people that um, supported Bernie, independents, um, on top of that, uh, people that just don't vote normally at all, they came out to support Bernie. Um, 
So it's very important for those people, AKA Joe Biden and people who are running for elected office to go out and try to get the votes of these people. And they go, they try to go out, at least they're supposed to go out and try to get the votes by offering them things, you know, like mm-hmm. trying to solve the issues that face everyday Americans, especially during this time of crazy uncertainty, whether it's the pandemic or the financial depression that we're in, um, you name it. So not to mention the BLM movement and like the uh, civil rights uh, movement that's also going on right now. So, but the Democrats, the point is that the Democrats are not going out and solving it. They're not offering you anything. You know, they're not solving our most basic issues that we have. They're not solving our health care. They're not solving the economic crisis. They're not uh, doing really anything or offering us very much at all. So what is that causing people to do? They're looking elsewhere. They're voting third party. They're not voting at all. They're voting for Trump. I mean, that's what you get when you put a neoliberal person like Joe Biden, who is basically, and I say neoliberal sparingly because he is basically a modern (laughs) Republican. Um, You know, so like that just, that whole idea of voter shaming, like that's what's kind of going on here. It's voter shaming. It's going after the mentality of the everyday voter, you know, like they're, people are shaming other people like oh you're not going to vote for joe biden like you're you're uh, you're going to vote for trump instead like but that division and either one like you're you're going to get screwed whether you vote for trump or whether you vote for biden you're going to get screwed the real answer is everyone if they would vote their conscience just vote for something that they wanted someone that uh, represents what they actually want we would not be in this fucking shithole that we are in now no and we would all be talking about a different person you know, um, I, honestly, the person who compares closest to Bernie Sanders is Howie um, the, of the Green Party. Yeah. And, no, and absolutely nobody is talking about him. I mean, the Green New Deal, he is the person who actually came up with the Green New Deal. Um, he, him and Bernie agreed on a lot of things. Um, so if anything, you know, like people should be talking about somebody who is going to um, emulate their values, the things that we were actually talking about in the Democratic debates, um, that we actually spent an entire year, a lot of people campaigning on, and now we're voting for absolutely none of that. None of that. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. Another thing that I kind of just thought of that I thought was really interesting that kind of goes on in the DNC a lot is not only do they snuff us out in like everyday elections or whatever, or what I mean by us is the progressives or the, the leftists within the party, the base of the party, which comprises up to 40% of the DN, of the Democratic Party. Uh, and what they have done with, especially, and it's very noticeable with the DNC, what kind of went on here. A is there's almost no representation from uh, progressives within the party, despite making up 40% of it. They gave more time to John Kasich, uh, a retired... Um, uh, Ohio governor and uh, someone who also ran for president uh, on the Republican ticket, they gave more time to John Kasich, a Republican, than they did to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who started a giant, like, uh, who, who was a part of that giant blue movement in 2018. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, that, and then snuffing out Bernie before, like, they do it to the left and the progressives because they think they can get away with it. And they know that we have nowhere else to go, like uh, Lawrence Aldano has said. They are kind of, that's kind of true though, right? Because once they get in that position, 
those are the exact people that are ta- that are giving speeches to nominate Joe Biden as the president. So really, it's not even that they have nowhere else to go. Um, I mean, or they do have nowhere else to go. They can't even they can't even go anywhere within their own political party after being voted in um, as a progressive Democrat. Mm-hmm. And we had alluded to that to before when like all those progressives were winning their uh, Senate or um, House races or whatever, we had alluded to that and saying like, as long as those neoliberal people are still in power, the Nancy Pelosi's, the McConnell's, the Trump, mm-hmm. the Joe Biden's, the Obama's, the Clinton's, you name it, nothing will change. That's why nothing has changed is because the status quo and the power that remains in their hands has re- stayed in their hands because they f- of all the fear mongering that they do. Uh, yeah. And the control of the media that they use, you know, um, and it's no mistake. And, Go ahead. And all of those people that you just mentioned were all people who gave speeches um, during the DNC convention, which is crazy to me. You know, they had like Bill Clinton, the, he spoke for a lengthy amount of time. Hillary Clinton spoke, you know, um, and then they had um, Carrie and so it's like all these obama michelle obama she gave this extremely long speech on the very first night so all these you know conservative more leaning um establishment candidates giving speeches um it's just crazy that so many progressives are are rallying behind him and the reason why they're rallying behind him and what was a reoccurring um theme in the all of the evenings of the dnc convention was this fear-mongering of trump being re-elected four more years of trump and one thing that i was kind of semi-alarming to me and kind of extremist that bernie said in his speech was that um it's the beginning of an authoritarian rule and i'm like this is insane like do not do not try to compare Trump to Hitler right now. And that's how you're trying to get people to vote for Biden. Because that is exactly what I was getting out of that. And I'm like, this is kind of ridiculous. Like, don't, <laughs> that's like fear mongering at its best. I, I mean, yeah. So like that whole, that whole fear mongering strategy is a losing one, uh, you know? So like the better, like what they should be doing is actually going out and getting the votes of the people that that are going to win in the election. They're the millions and millions of people that are independents, which is the largest, the largest voting bloc in this country. And the, uh, of course, the largest population is the population that doesn't vote at all because they've completely lost faith in the system. And, you know, you can't really blame them, you know, because yeah. if you vote, you get fucked. Like, like for example, like take uh, voting for Bernie Sanders. Like, uh, in those early states, like you, you wanted to see him when he was winning all those few states, and then the DNC comes in, uh, and then everybody drops out and endorses Joe Biden, and it's just like a rigged system. And like, like what do we do? Like, what do we do in a system where like super delegates is a thing, and where like, like the Democratic Party is is the most undemocratic institution there is, and the Republicans aren't any better. So like. That's a situation that we're currently faced, yeah, that we're facing, you know, like both parties are fucking us over and over and over again. And you people keep just voting for these people. And it's <laughs> insane. It's insane. Why? Yeah. Because, I mean, just you don't have to look very far. Like, look where we are now. Look who's been in power up until now. It's only the Democrats and Republicans who have been in power. 
and what happens when one takes over uh, after like, uh, like for example, when what happened when Trump uh, took over after Obama, he undid everything that Obama did. Like, how is that productive? Like, how do we get shit done? Like, how do we solve <laughs> issues? Don't. That's why people are so upset with Congress. They think that there's absolutely no way that people can get anything done. And that's, that, this is the reason, because we're just undoing each other's shit. And then even when we do have power, like for example, Obama had a supermajority in Congress uh, in 2008 when he was first elected um, or 2010 or something like that. Um, so, but he had a supermajority at some point. And during that supermajority, he instituted and created like Medicare, uh, not Medicare for all, my bad. I wish. Obamacare. Obamacare, yeah. <laughs> so like he could have used that time and the leverage he had to actually give people something that they wanted, something that the Democrats have been trying to give uh, the country for a long time, ever since FDR, um, since the 30s. So like for him not to do that, wielding all that power is, that's telling. That should be telling to you. Yeah. You know, and I think that now might be a good time to talk about the RNC too because we're talking about the similarities between the two and the fear-mongering and the fact that you really are voting for not only the same system that's been failing us but in this election literally the same type of person. Um, Joe Joe Biden is basically a left-leaning Republican and by left-leaning I just mean like he wants some sort of criminal justice reform and um Yeah. Oh, and Obamacare, which I don't even really think is that much left anymore. That's just like a, a normal thought. Like, and if you guys think uh, like we're crazy by saying like all this stuff and saying that like uh, voting for one is basically like voting for the other. Like, even if you want to compare Obama and Mitt Romney back in the day, like where did Obama Obamacare come from? It came from Romney care, uh, something that Mitt Romney created in his home state. A of Republican. Literally. Uh, you're going to get like, that's, that's what we mean when like, whether you vote for one or the other, you're still going to get basically the same thing. Mitt Romney even was out uh, walking with the protesters uh, with the BLM movement. Like that's what we talk, that's what we're talking about. Like whether you get one or the other, you're still going to get the same thing. Republican and Democrat, it's all a sham. It's all a sham. It's all rigged. And you guys need to wake the fuck up. Like George Carlin says. <laughs> Uh, but before we move All on, right, RNC, <laughs> before we move on to the RNC video, I wanted to talk uh, about this one video from the uh, what's it called? Sorry, um, from Twitter. And oh, Kamala Harris. Uh, yeah, it was this. Uh, so Kyle Kalinsky, he also hosts a very popular show um, called Secular Talk, and he posted this video on Twitter that I wanted to uh, share with you guys. So let's go ahead and. Uh, show you what exactly what I mean. Okay, so oh, we kind of started with this. Okay, let's watch this together. Uh, but basically, this is how uh, the corporate Democrats and the establishment wing of the Democratic Party treats the left and the progressives within the party, even though, like I mentioned before, and I'll say it again, even though they make up 40% of the party. You lost, so you're gonna have to vote for us. Okay, but can we get some Medicare for all? No. How about an end to the war? <laughs> Free college? Less money for cops. Well, we can teach them to shoot you in the light instead of the heart. Free New Deal? 
You're so spoiled. So what can you give me? We're not drunk. And that's it. Oh, and the first black woman be today. But like, what about the coming eviction? Do you want babies in cages? But you guys deported more people than Trump. And didn't you also put babies in cages? <laughs> oh, oh, so you want Trump to win re-election. Fascist. Bernie lost, so okay. you're going to have to vote for us. All right, you got it. So that's basically a pretty good gist, I feel like, of how they treat the left and what's going on, even though it's very satirical. It's actually not satirical. It's literally what's, what's going on. Um, so, which even is just within that. friends, friend groups, you know, when I talk to my friends who majority of them are, um, left leaning on uh, voting for Biden. So <laughs> absolutely crazy. Like that kind of compiles it all into one little video, like our 20 minutes of talking or so, but like, that's, I mean, I don't think any more, much more needs to be said to, to prove that point. Uh, so I think it's a great time to move on to the next video, which is, um, yeah. Uh, a senior Trump advisor. Um, um, Something a lot of you guys have probably already seen clips of. <laughs> yeah, so it was a meme <laughs> that was kind of going around um, and I wanted to show you. So uh, her name is Kimberly something. Uh, Gilf. I honestly, I can't even say that last name and I'm not going to try. Uh, fuck America! So uh, let's just play this video. And this is basically how the RNC went in uh, a minute and 30 seconds. It's all on the line. President Trump believes in you. He emancipates and lifts you up to live your American dream. You are capable. You are qualified. You are powerful. And you have the ability to choose your life and determine your destiny. Don't let the Democrats take you for granted. Don't let them step on you. Don't let them destroy your families, your lives, and your future. Don't let them kill future generations because they told you and brainwashed you and fed you lies that you weren't good enough. Like my parents, you can achieve your American dream. You can be that shiny example to the world. Manifest and be the change in this country that you dream, that you hope, that you believe in. Stand for an American president who is fearless, who believes in you, and who loves this country and will fight for her. President Trump is the leader who will rebuild the promise of America and ensure that every citizen can realize their American dream. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream, the best is yet to come. Okay, so I guess you can see why she turned into a meme. And usually the the image you see is like this one, like where she's just like, <laughs> literally this. <laughs> so I guess you can see why. But that's basically how the RNC went. And what I mean by that is like, they were literally telling lies, you know, during uh, their are uh, during their convention. You know, that spreading uh, spreading falsehoods and propaganda and trying to fear monger as well. Uh, saying that they're going to come for your guns and that they're going to start uh, government health care um, and how uh, Joe Biden is a Marxist and a leftist and he's he's coming to destroy this country with socialism and communism. You wish, man. Like, <laughs> literally, <laughs> like the left couldn't want anything more than that. But that's 
completely outside of reality what they're saying. They're literally lying to their the people that are watching, which was, uh, I wanted to mention this as well, uh, six times the viewership of the, the amount of people that were watching the DNC. Six fucking times. That's, that's like 16 million people, 20 million people about. Like, that's, that's insane numbers. And, yeah. uh, like, I wanted to bring that up as well because I take that as a huge omen for how it's going to go in 2020 um, as of now. So, and that's a huge indicator to me as well that, like, among and, uh, and a, it's consistent, right? So, like, among Republicans and the Republican Party, Donald Trump has and can, has consistently maintained our approval rating of, of above 90%. I think before the last time I checked, he was at like 94%, like crazy high. So like the arg, like the logic for the Democrats or the DNC to go for Republicans and try to swing them over, I get it. I get where they're trying to do it. They've done it before. That's why they always put centrist candidates. Time. That's why they always put centrist candidates because they think that Republicans and Democrats will both go for them. Well, how is that proven right time and time again? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So they need to try something else. They need to actually go for the votes uh, and, and convince the voters they need to convince, aka the Bernie voters, everybody we talked about before. But they're not doing it. In fact, they're doing the opposite of it. They're doing a really shitty uh, uh, <laughs> job of it. And they're voter shaming uh, to get their way um, by giving us nothing in return or almost nothing. So. Um, I just thought that was really, really telling. And just everyone on like the RNC, like as far as I saw, obviously it isn't over yet as of now, but everyone just seems super fucking fake. Everyone just seems super fake. Like I saw Tiffany Trump talking as well, smiling every second, like totally like scripted bullshit. Like I didn't even heard of uh, Tiffany Trump up until now, basically. Like, like <laughs> who gives a fuck? Like, I don't know. Like, and then the Democrats are even giving Republicans time on there. Like, it's just a slap in the face. It's like it's all a sham. Like and it's it's so so annoying. And but, even the people that that Billie Eilish on the DNC convention. What what the heck? Like that was super random. Um, you know, yeah, they're the the people that they have on there are are very interesting. I'd rather but I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I'd rather have this. I'd rather have Billie Eilish than this and than this girl though. Then Kimberly, oh. whatever. Then Tiffany Trump. What? No, then Kimberly, like the one that was screaming. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay. Um, any other uh, comments about the RNC and how it went there? No. I'm kind of, I'm kind of good on uh, on talking about that. Um, I just want to leave it off. I want to leave this video off by saying like how. Trump, how we shouldn't, the left and liberals or whatever, they should not underestimate Trump and the Republicans. We did it in 2016. Let's not make the same mistake again, you know? I'm not saying like, I necessarily want Biden to win either, but at the same time, the Democrats are doing themselves no favors by going the course that they've, they've taken. Um, and the Republicans are like also kind of sabotaging themselves by not preventing but not providing a, a reasonable argument to most Americans. What they're doing is lying to their to their base, red baiting them, uh, telling them what to fear and how to vote. And the left is doing the same thing, but not even like they're being like we're totally repressive to their left too. So um, yeah, it's like it's spelling 2016 all over again. 
um, even though Joe Biden might have any more chance, but he was totally carried here. Joe Biden was carried on a fucking pedestal on a on a bed like brother like Egyptian king. Like picture that like for the DNC, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama all carrying him across the finish line. Um, so that's literally what's going on. Um, but I mean, hey, if the Democrats want to do that, they want to fuck themselves. And, and oh, I want to mention this as well. Like the only reason why they're doing this, and this must want to rip my fucking hair out, is that like the like the Democrats they're more willing and we've said this before they're more willing to have donald trump win than to have a progressive in the white house they shut us out for the vp pick they shut us out for uh most representation we got shut out of the party platform like this is worse in 2016 man like isn't that mind-blowing it's fucking crazy i mean it's and they and that's what they're running on though is the fact that they don't want trump in the white house and yet they would literally rather have Trump in the White House than have a progressive. Yeah, dude. It shows that we're lying as well. Or we're, Democrats are lying as well. And like, yeah, dude, like that's the thing that I, I really, really want uh, for everybody to understand and recognize that like, it's not just us. Like we are independent thinkers. We have seen the, uh, we've seen the arguments that they want to present to us. They, we've like, we've been watching for years and there's just no, there's just no indication that this is going to be any different than it has before. Like Trump, at least in 2016 was taking on like uh, a populist message. Like let's uh, the trade, uh, the trade um, agreements have fucked us. They, we've lost thousands and thousands of jobs, millions of jobs even to China, Mexico, and or whatever. Um, they were also talking about corporations and how they keep money here and the swamp and how he's gonna drain it and all that stuff. There's no talk about that stuff. There's no, there's no any of that. Um, so it's all, like, it's all a show. It's all a show and it's all to get votes and to give you as little as possible, but to keep the status quo going. Keep uh, Joe, I mean, this was news that I just saw a little bit ago. Jeff Bezos, just hit the $200 billion mark for wealth, meaning that he is now the richest person in the history of the world. In the middle of a pandemic. In the middle of a pandemic. So, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say it was capitalism, but it's capitalism. So, <laughs> uh, at least it's crony capitalism that we have in the United States that's completely, completely dysfunctional. Uh, but that's a whole nother issue uh, for another day. But uh, I think it's a great place to leave it off. I had a great time explaining this stuff to you. Um, and uh, do, uh, like I said, I want to wrap this up here. Uh, follow us on our social media pages. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, we have a Facebook, I mean, not a Facebook, a web page as well, mm -hmm. a website. So go on there, check out our articles. Um, I think Ashley mentioned she was going to write one about like voting and stuff. I'm probably going to write one with the same argument as well. Maybe not the same argument, but like, you know what I mean? Uh, same kind of topic. So, um, yeah, look forward to that. Look forward to our, uh, one of our next episodes, which is going to be about worker cooperatives. I know we've mentioned it to you in the past, but, uh, it's been kind of tough getting the right people that I want, uh, on the show with us. But, uh, so far we have a good amount of them. So I really, really want to talk about that. And I think it's going to be life-changing for some of you. So, uh, very excited about that and yeah and that's it for like news and stuff like that so yeah let's wrap it up <laughs> so thanks again guys and we'll catch you in the next episode